0: Welcome back to The Weekly Dish. I am Stephanie Hansen, the eater at stephaniesdish.com. Hey, I'm Stephanie March, Senior Food and Dining Editor at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. And we are back uh, for the second hour of the show. And our friend Mary held over from our Ask Stephanie portion. Thank you, Mary. We would love to answer your question. What can we help you with today?
1: Okay. Thank you. I have two questions. One is I bought some extra virgin olive oil from my favorite local store. And I think I'm wondering, can it go rancid? Um, I've used it on some stuff and I thought, gee, something tastes sour. I thought it was my greens. And now I'm beginning to wonder if it's not the oil. It just tastes a little bitter. Yep. How long ago did you buy it? not that long and uh, with in a month probably and is it do you can you tell me is it in a dark bottle
2: or is it in a clear bottle dark bottle okay well it's very possible that it could have gone rancid we the part, the thing is that we don't ever know how long things have been on a shelf before they get to our shelves at this grocery store and while olive while oil tends to be less it it's safer in darker bottles it doesn't still you have no idea how long that uh, that oil has been sitting there and so it is possible that it's gone rancid
0: here's the other thought Mm -hmm. if it's really extra virgin olive oil which a lot of the extra virgin olive oil isn't or it's labeled wrong or it's just counterfeit which that's a whole nother discussion but the the bitterness you could be tasting is from the literal greenness of the olive so that might have a different flavor profile to you than just olive oil you're used to if you bought it at a Maybe a higher end store or a place that specializes in that.
1: Okay. Have you bought that brand before? I have. And it's I. It's Trader Joe's. I know they stand behind their stuff. And I, you know, I've not, I don't remember this taste before. Okay. It. Yeah.
0: Then I'm going to say ditch it.
1: Yeah, I'd say ditch it. Yeah. You it can doesn't take it back sound, to them too. Yeah. Since they'll it's, they'll it's Trader Joe's. It. They probably will. Yeah, they're great. Then my other question was um as you were talking about frying your garbanzo beans or yep. yeah, garbanzo beans in olive oil and I always get a little um weird about how high can I make that heat with olive oil before it gets rancid? So can you help me? Well, it
2: won't get rancid from high cooking. heat. That's 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 that's, that's A different sort of bacterial reaction. So high heat, you just are going to get a a smoke point, you know, where you start, it starts to smoke, and it gets to a point where that's, you know, I don't know what the numbers are, but it's kind of a, it has a lower smoke point than other olive oil or other oils. But it's just when it gets to the point, you'll never ruin it by cooking it.
1: Okay, and I was, I was kind of worried about the trans fats more than anything. I think.
0: Oh, you're good. Don't worry about that with olive oil.
2: Nope, you're good. Okay. All, All
0: right. right. Well, thank you. Thanks. Thanks Mary. The trans fats thing. Oh. Fats are good for you if they're naturally occurring fats. And I'm not the dishing up nutrition ladies here, so I'm say, just I'm speaking not, out of my butt. But I'm going to tell you, <laughs> stop worrying about fat if it's coming from real sources, like olive oil, like animal products. When you need to worry about fat is when it's coming from Crisco sticks, and that's when you worry about it. So, Okay. Yes, and now we're going to go to top two in our two. Okay, are you ready for us, Hopi? Giving me a one two. A one two one two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two.
1: Pick your best two in
0: our two.
1: All right, give me two. Winning, winning,
0: winning. This is the portion of the show where we give you the top two things
2: that we are obsessed with this week. Uh, Stephanie, you want to give us your first one? Uh, sure. What's my first one? So I am. So I'm not obsessed, but let's here's the deal. You know I love making cheese. I I, love making ricotta and I love the fact that I don't have to ever and I can't actually go buy ricotta now because I Homemade is so much better. Yeah, and I just it's just so different and I've gotten used to it and I love it. And you guys, it's so easy. So I'm not doing one of those like Alice Waters egg in a spoon over a fire hearth (laughs) moment. This is literally so easy to do. So it seems natural, right, that I would just try to make cottage cheese too huh. and I have never tried to make cottage cheese and I saw something in Bon Appetit I saw their story and they had a bowl and so here's the deal Jake has eaten cottage cheese his whole life like I he like cottage cheese loves too. it and I've never been that big of a fan of store-bought cottage cheese because I'm sort of like yeah I don't know bouncy chewy weird kind of thin and I do buy the whole milk cottage cheese mm-hmm. for him because it's richer um and then he puts avocados on it and that's just a great snack that's a great fourth yep. meal right so, I'm making it. I, uh, I'm. They have a whole thing about sort of the process, and it's it's a long process in itself. But you know, if you kind of do a batch of it, I think that this could be a great Sunday afternoon thing. Um, but it's not like it's really only twenty minutes in activity. Is okay. the point because it has to sit. Uh, the bigger thing is that you have to um, you have to get animal rennet, and that is a thing in cheesemakers. You know, you can skip the animal rennet when you're doing ricotta because you can make it out of buttermilk and whole milk Mm -hmm. because the acid is what makes the curds, right? But this one is a little bit more testy. What is animal rennet? So animal rennet is a cheesemakers thing. And it's... Let's talk about what it is. It is... um, it's a product from enzymes in an animal's stomach, and it's used in cheese making. I know it's it's liquid. It's just a little liquid thing that sort of makes like an but enzyme. if you think about it, it's all animal product we're talking sure, about, sure, so sure. it's not like it's. I'm adding chemicals to it. Where anything. would you buy that? I got it on Amazon.com. Okay, my bottle showed up yesterday. All right, and so it was nine ninety nine for a little squeeze bottle
0: of animal rennet. Rennet,
2: and it's just this easy little thing. And okay. I, when I make it, I will post a video. But I am very excited by the idea, Please. of it because it sounds. Yeah. I love cottage cheese. Do you? It's it sounds a little scary for me. Okay, not gonna lie. It's I'm just excited to see. So this is my this is my project. If you okay. guys are interested, we'll talk about it next week. Got but it. If you're if you want to play along, go to Amazon and get some animal run it. Okay, I'm gonna give you
0: something that's way easier than that. Okay. <laughs> my top two in hour two is the Rose Street Patisserie at Selby and Snelling has opened. Very new it is um, brand new and they have something there that was so amazing and delicious because of course baked goods are delicious, but they have a La Colombe coffee yep. is the name of the brand and it's a draft latte. So they literally take like a draft beer. They pull the it's thing like on, towards on tap. you. It's on tap. And what comes out is this glorious milky coffee drink that is not sweet. That feels like this delicious, rich cream in your mouth, but it's made with just milk. It was the most delicious thing. And it was quick. Like, I didn't have to wait for anybody behind the bar to do all the stuff.
2: I am. This it was is, so good. This is great. Loved it. Frothy, lovey, perfect. Uh, yes, I loved it. Oh, God. I, I
0: loved it. Like, I've been thinking about it every day since. Okay. Kind of loved it where I'm going to have to go, have to go back and get more. Yep. I have a picture. I'll show you. Oh, okay. It was on my Insta story at um, Stephanie's Dish. I don't watch stories as much. <laughs> um, I have a picture. I'll show you. Okay. Um, but so that's it. It is the Latte on Draft at Rose Street Patisserie is one of my top two in our two. Awesome.
2: All right. So my second top two in our two is the fact that I went to the Minnesota's largest candy store, which we all want to call the world's largest candy store, which is kind of fun because you can Google it. And it's in Jordan, right? Jordan, yeah. Minnesota. So it's just past the Fest. If you're thinking about heading out to the Fest this weekend, it's just past Chaska. There's some road construction. Be aware. Um, we went out, Jake and I drove out there last night as kind of an end of school treat. We needed some Milka bars, which if you've spent time in Germany or Swiss Switzerland, they're the best chocolate ever. Uh, but here's the thing. When you go out to Jim's, to the Minnesota Larger's Candy Store, do not pause and grab a, do not, do not wait, but do grab an apple pie. Jim's, because the, the people who run that place, it's Jim's Apple Farm. Okay. And they are... In my mind, the best pie makers of all time. Nice. I love their... That's a throwdown. I know. Their caramel apple pie is simply decadent and lovely, but just their basic apple pie is something that it just... The crust is... I feel like it's a lard crust because it's so buttery and it's so beautiful, but it doesn't... It tastes homemade and it's warm when you pick it up usually and they just keep putting fresh ones up. Just all I'm saying is if you're going to go jam yourself with candy and I found some really great Japanese like weird jellies, I'm super excited about. (laughs) But also just remember natural, awesome, good apple pie. That's where I say go. Okay, I love that.
0: Um, I have like two. One is sounds kind of dated, but I just listened to it and it was so heartwarming. It is Katie Couric talking to Ina Garten on the Katie Couric podcast. And Katie went there for Easter morning while Ina was making her Easter dinner oh, and they I'm were like, talking Easter? about her new cookbook. Uh-huh. I was crying. Really? I don't know why. I love Ina Garten. You just She's too. like the mother. Like, I just want to nuzzle my face in her warm embrace. She's just such a lovely. I think she smart,
2: is supposedly a really good person. Too. Yes.
0: And you can just tell. And she's so nice to Katie. Katie has some more sort of weird, dumb questions, but Ina just rolls with it. I was in the car crying, listening to this podcast, just with full of love. I was like, I is everything I think she would be. Oh, good. My real thing, though, is I went last night to Phil's Tara Hideaway. It is in Stillwater. It is a log cabin on the side of a highway. It is an old school supper club with new Greek owners who have infused Greek food Wait, into the supper pool
2: the no i mean more new is, that
0: place has been there for a long time yeah
2: and phil's family owns it that's right okay so and i just so, don't want,
0: like people should know that phil's family still owns got it, it. thank yeah. you for your clarification mm-hmm. but what is unique about it is you'll find like lots of lamb dishes which mm-hmm. i love lamb yep also like uh your uh seasoned scallops your i had this greek shrimp that was the dish that i loved it was sun-dried tomatoes feta olive oil And shrimp nestled in like a chafing dish and then broiled. Yep. And then it was served. I had lemon um, risotto with it, which was delicious. I had
2: a lemon orzo dish there years ago that was beautiful. Yeah. like Just gorgeous. Our service was excellent. The place was packed.
0: They did a prime rib that looked really good. That's what my husband ate. And, you know, someone was like, well, that's not technically a supper club. No, not in the classic traditional sense, but... They still are doing a lot of those types of foods, and it's with the baked potato. And, and the, it's a log it cabin-y
2: good. feel. It's just, you know, I don't know. It just has a nice feel to it. And I had this salad stuff that
0: was a pile of arugula with a crisp Parmesan on it with a sous-vide egg, and then three asparagus spears grilled with prosciutto around them, and that was my salad. Gorgeous. It was it's delicious. Done. Have it. Phil's Tara Hideaway, top two in our two. Let we'll it. Go ahead. We will take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking with two women who are hilarious, (laughs) Carolyn Poole and Shannon Custer. They had a show, Two Sugars with Cream, and they're coming back with a new show. We're going to tell you all about it when we come back on The Weekly Dish, presented by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish with Cardi B and Bruno Mars. Poor Cardi B got punched last night. She did really like yeah. got punched in Nicki the face. Minaj like attacked oh, her. She's I, got a giant bump on her head and a ripped dress. Ladies, keep it
2: together. Oh, Come no. on,
0: we would never see anything like that with Carolyn Poole and Shannon Custer. You <laughs> would never what like attack each other in public. great I
3: hope that always happens. Yes, uh, <laughs> welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank,
0: thank you. you for having us. Good morning, people. Good morning. People probably know you. Would you say they know you best from um, two sugars, two, no cream? Room, <laughs> room yeah. for cream. Room for cream. Yeah, no, no, cream. Room for cream. cream. Yeah. no cream. Cream. <laughs> cream. <laughs> it's been called a lot of things.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, Two women and a cup of coffee. Yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think so.
4: Yeah. I would say so. It's been a long. We've had um, a lot of good times with that show and it's it's we've performed it numerous times over the last decade
0: so you're workshopping and you said you're in tech rehearsals today for your new show sometimes there's wine yeah Mm -hmm. is it different than your other show or more of the same what can people
3: expect you know it's funny i think if you haven't seen two sugars room for cream you're fine if you have i think you'll see some of some little fun connections and things like that but there's a big difference between coffee and wine, <laughs>
2: slightly. slightly. In terms of
3: what can happen in a scene, you know, Absolutely. when there's wine present, so that would probably be, you know, my if I was going to just put it in a thumbnail, in a thumbnail that it's yeah. yeah,
4: it's a it's a it's an ambitious project for us, and we're really excited mm-hmm. about it. Um, we're stretching ourselves, I think, as creators and and performers, and it's really fun. In what way? Um, two sugars, I think. Uh and stop me, Shannon, if I'm I won't if will. I'm not hitting and I'll this. Your dress and <laughs> your face. Just attack right. right. um, that comes later, people. Yeah. That's the third that's, show. That's the after party. Um, yeah. You gotta pay extra for that. That's right. Uh I think we're saying a, like Shannon just said, you know, there's a big difference between coffee and wine and yeah. what uh what we're willing to talk about um After a few glasses of wine, as opposed to, <laughs> I mean, not us obviously because Clearly, we just had a really the off-camera conversation show we just had here was, was a little bit amazing. yeah we had a little body discussion <laughs> off-air <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which is, should not surprise you but yeah so fellas if you want private notes later just call in. that's right that's right. Um, right but I think that in in wine we're 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 saying a few more things that we sure, we yeah. want to say we're talking about things that maybe um rankle us a little bit more. Is that a good word? And I like too how when we talked about
3: our coffee show, where do you find coffee? You know, Mm -hmm. that's the bad coffee in the church basement at a funeral or the coffee they serve at a reunion inexplicably. And then there's, with wine, you know, we have scenes that are centered around weddings, you know, that just feels like such a Mm -hmm.
0: wine-friendly sort of Mm -hmm. place. And Where you say the things that you don't want to say.
3: Well, it's like a pressure cooker. I've really been thinking a lot about Weddings, you yeah. get all the family together. Weddings and funerals the are yep. the worst. Oh, it yep. is a
2: lot, and I'm, the expectation and oh, all of it is because like, I mean, it's reality, supposed to be perfect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter so what. Yeah. So it's
0: just doomed it's, from the get go. No, there's
2: no chance that there that any wedding will ever live up to the expectation. It's so mm-hmm. true. It's yeah. so true. So it's perfect for wine. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> so you guys are foodies, or in real life, like you mm-hmm. like food. We oh, were yes. talking about yes. chub rub off the air and how girls <laughs> Which is not
4: a spice. Rub for pork no. I was going to say you
0: probably need to define that. A okay, bit. that's these are uh, people that are larger people that when you walk your thighs rub together yeah. because maybe you've been at the state fair for twelve days and eaten everything and mm-hmm. you know it
4: happens. I'm a curvy
0: gal and chub
4: rub is real. And that's you put
0: right. um, you put uh, cornstarch. Cornstarch helps yeah.
2: so that you don't like chafe. That's a kitchen thing. Mm-hmm. That's a restaurant industry secret. Yep. Because yep, there's cornstarch available everywhere. in the kitchen. The big yellow boxes. <laughs> yep, big right? yellow
3: boxes. Good morning,
0: everybody. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it would work for running, like sure. in your armpits oh, yeah, yeah. when you get oh, like... Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Where you use glide yeah You know
4: how runners get the... Yes. It's always very upsetting when you see marathons and you see this... Dribbly, okay. We're gonna
2: have to move on from that. that. Sorry. Yeah. The minute that I knew this was going wrong. Anyway, let's talk about we should never talk about running. No, not running. We could always Ew. talk about food. Right.
0: <laughs> what kind of wine do you guys like? Do you have a like in your personal lives, do you have wine that you
4: always buy mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: You go Carolyn is the is the wine expert. Oh. I've learned everything about wine from her, truly.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm not an expert by any means, but I do like it and Have explored it and studied it. Um, You know, I'm, I, and this sounds so pretentious, but I was into rose way before. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. Do you like, remember
2: when it was uncool and everyone was totally like, uncool. "Wait a minute, you're drinking pink wine? Yeah, and They would start yeah. to mock you. Whites oh my god. god, I love that. You all sound right. I love this. It sounds like you're in high school
3: and you're like, "I knew that band before. It was like, yeah, on totally. the radio. I knew it before
4: yeah. it was cool. I <laughs> had that t-shirt before everyone else did. <laughs> no,
3: it is true. I will, I will, I will back you up on that because we were scouting out where to get rosé mm-hmm. a good three or four years ago, and at that time, you could get beautiful boxes of rosé wine and now they've come on to it and you can't yeah no, I I can't was get a, it. Con,
4: there was one gorgeous season where common Bergamont bergamon released their rosé in boxes oh, it, was,
3: a, it was, was an incredible summer was, oh my god it
4: was, <laughs> was a joy because that wine retails for anywhere between 16 and 22 dollars, and it's gorgeous uh-huh. it's so good <laughs> and uh it's just bone dry it's Peachy, it's it's gorgeous. And, That's what I was um, gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> totally peachy, and, you know. Peachy. And for forty bucks, you could get this box that was That's the like equivalent ten of bottles. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Girl, I don't even remember that yeah. summer. Like, yeah, right. It was,
2: it was just
0: incredible. Mood. I've like, had a lost like, summer flag. It was,
2: It was a slap the bag moment oh, kind of a thing. Bag, yeah. it, squeeze it. Yeah, twist it. it. Do you it.
0: got to <laughs> do it. Your show is at uh, Park Square Theater. Yeah. Is there a place around there that if people were going to go that you like to eat at? Or yes. where do you spend your time eating? We yes. love
4: Meritage. Love it. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. They have a beautiful
3: wine list and an incredible staff. And it's so pretty there. Mm-hmm. There's also um, Vocare right in the building, which is great. You can get... Um, no cover if you use your ticket stub from oh, our shows.
0: People and, don't know about that yeah, place either. It's, it's, it's underground. It it's the cutest little jazz club, exactly.
3: Yep. And also, um, Kincaid's uh, is ha- another great happy hour there. Such a wonderful support of. Park Square and our show in particular, mm-hmm. we do some research over there. You know, <laughs> Just- a little bit of R and D. over Saint, and yeah, St. Paul's Grill is, is Paul's doing Grill a signature
4: is... cocktail for our shows. So really? So yeah, tell them, tell them what's in it. What's oh, what's in yeah, so it's it's great. It's um, it's bourbon, Pinot Noir, uh, lemon, and simple. So it's it's. It's really so it's like a really, wine cocktail. Yeah. It's a wine cocktail it's called so Rock Noir. And it's a, and it's a, right? Yeah. And it's a rye bourbon. So it's a little spicy. So it's going to be oh, a little nice. bit spicy. Oh, nice. That you, you had Stephanie oh, It's the hot. Rock Noir Rye, I bet. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Thank you. I, okay. thought, I was like, yeah. I knew there was I, a... Yeah, he, he told me the name and I was like, um, I don't. What is I love
1: it. But okay. Rock
4: <laughs> yeah. Noir. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. St. Paul Hotel has actually been really nice. They've supplied us with a couple of, Things for the show, and they're doing nice. signatures. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really so, yeah. great. And that, then we
3: do have a signature cocktail in the in the the bar itself. right at the theater mm-hmm. called The Reckoning,
4: mm-hmm. which is named after
3: one of the scenes. Yeah, but.
4: and that's a very similar um, flavor profile. That, that one's going to be whiskey, Cabernet, uh, simple, and then topped off with... Uh, club soda oh yum i it's,
2: love these it, ideas it's really pretty it's mm-hmm. a pretty drink oh, it's
4: gorgeous yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah
0: and
2: you can be drinking while you're watching your show yeah is the point absolutely. <laughs> and they have, and they have this is what we're leading up to. this is people. the point you guys and
4: actually the theater has a pretty decent wine list yeah and we actually we actually did a little tasting the other day yeah we'll fun. send it
3: to you i think you it's pretty you hysterical. Might out we out actually it. did like a full wine tasting which i was laughing hit the whole time i'm like this is incredible and then Carolyn paired the wine with the concession, so she's like, "This goes great with Twizzlers." Raisinette. <laughs> oh, yes! I like that. Exactly. Please do. Please do. But it was really cool because uh, the staff really got into it and they had it all laid out. Oh and my god. It, okay, that's, that's a, a show feature.
0: You can come back and talk about that. We love that <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes Seriously. there's wine is September 14th through October 14th. You can buy tickets, and we'll put a link on our Facebook page. Thank you. Um, you're opening the Park Square season. We are. Oh, that's we impressive, are Powder. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we're so
3: excited. It's just crazy to even think about. And it's a really exciting year because we have a new artistic director at Park Square, um, Lino Lagandino, I Good think job. Yeah. well done well done you exactly and he uh, he just started and we've had all these retirement parties for Richard Cook who's been there so it's just a really fun time at the theater right now
2: well I think this is a perfect girl date you guys this is a girls night out Yay. this is go grab go have your apps and stuff at Meritage and then g- head yes. over to the theater and then post go to Vukare and watch some jazz that is a perfect girls night mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. it
0: says who should you bring to the show on the website here and it says your wine drinking buddies who loved a laugh and cry together and are always there for you. So that's Aww, your girl squad, that's right? Sweet. That's girl squad. That's <laughs> your What do you call your girl squad? The LB, you have a name for your girl squad? We're L2,
2: which is Ladies League. Okay. So that's, the, that's, our, yeah, that's our drinking club. I knew basically. you had a club League. name. Yeah. League. Ladies League, but we just l to it. No, then, that's, then it's legit. <laughs> then, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Thank you, ladies, away. for being on. We'll, <laughs> like you. I said, include a link to the show. Uh, we will
0: for sure get there.
4: Oh, fun. Yeah. Um,
0: it is Carolyn Poole and Shannon Custer. And the show is created by the ladies that wrote Two Sugars, Room for Cream. And it's called Sometimes There's Wine. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> and you can get tickets at Park Square Theater. Awesome. Thanks, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you.
2: Hey, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Those girls are so great. They are hilarious. I want to say again, this is a great girls night. Like, don't skip out on local theater. Don't skip out. Like, when you're thinking about, like, going to restaurants and stuff, my goal this year is to pepper in more local theater into my evenings.
0: Okay, so, wow, because I'm right at this moment trying to find someone to go see once with me. What's once? I see. I don't even know. It's a musical. Is it? Oh, yeah. it's the... It's Irish... The, yeah. 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 Is okay. that your jam? I would do that. When is it? Maybe we can bring Jake too. Yeah. Um, I'll send you a link offline. Okay. We'll
2: talk about it. But yeah, it was just, <laughs> we'll I'm like, about it oh, later. I really want to go see that. Yeah. It's at Theater Lati Da. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we went to, you know, cause we got, we were lucky enough to be brought to West Side Story this last year. By some friends who had extra tickets. And so I was like, my mom and I used to stand in rush lines when I was, you know, in college. I'd come home from the summer or, you know, or just right afterwards. And we would just go have a drink, stand in a rush line, get cheap tickets off the cuff, go, you know. I've been
0: thinking about that with Hamilton, which I know people are like, sure, try to get tickets, but they do have
2: tickets. Well, there's the lottery every morning. Yeah. So you and can so, sign up every day for the lottery. I didn't even try to get Hamilton tickets. I didn't either. Like, not only did I not try as a as a regular human in the world, I didn't sign or drive or call or anything. I didn't try as a media person either. Me neither. I just thought it was going to be so much and it seemed like everybody was going to go. So I thought, I don't know, maybe we'll still go to Chicago and do it there. Yeah. I, I didn't know, that try was, either. I thought that was weird of me. But whatever. Um, hey, we wanted to talk. We had, talked, we had a caller earlier today who wanted to talk about your Instant Pot. And I thought we should have a whole segment on it because basically a lot of us are starting to really, again, along with the idea of cooking with uh, the season and the scheduling and everything else, um, some of us have been using our Instant Pot all summer because it doesn't heat up our house. But a lot of people, it's a heartier, it provides a heartier meal. And so then this is the season that you pull it out of your cupboard. I yeah. Think. And we did get a lot more uh, joiners to our Instant Pot group, which is the Weekly Dish Instant Potters. And if you check, it's just on Facebook. If it's the, uh, it's a public group, Weekly Dish Instant Potters, and you can join anytime. You just have to ask to be joined, and then I usually it's I usually go and approve you the next few minutes. So. There you go, if you want to be in on it. Um, but there's a lot of great things there, and there's a lot of great advice. And my, my first advice to you, if you're just starting with your Instant Pot, is scroll through that group. Because,
0: yeah, there's so much information. And what I
2: love that the people have done with this group is that they post their failures. I don't know if that's common in a lot of other places where they everyone seems to be shouting about how great everything is. But a lot of people are like, ah, I don't know. What did I do wrong? And how is this not working? And this didn't work for me. And there's a lot of great suggestions out there and how to fix it. Yes, and how to fix it. So we always kind of start with one of our very first things that we recommend is one of the great cookbooks that is a great cookbook resource is called Dinner in an Instant and it's by Melissa Clark the New York Times editor who food editor who she basically uh Kind of saw the the craze coming, and she tested it out she wrote a great article in The New York Times about it, and then from there, she basically realized this was a great option to do a cookbook so um so she her cookbook I think is one of the better ones here's the good news guys she's got a new one coming, and it's called. Uh, I'm just pulling it up. Comfort in an instant. Oh, so good comfort food. Yeah, 75 comfort food recipes for the pressure cooker, multi-cooker, and instant pot. And so it is all available, I think October 16th is when it starts. Um, But I think that that's... Oh, why is this on Kindle there? Sorry. I was trying to look in it and see if they had any idea of what kind of foods. Uh, You can go on Amazon.com and you can see there's like pastas you know, section. There's But there's also some great things like a bosom, which is, you know, this beautiful like kind of pork shank. You know, that's the thing I like about shanks. I never thought about making shanks and I love shanks. Here's the deal. Anything that's tough or has sort of a, you know, is maybe an alt cut of meat, not your beautifully tenderloin kind of things that are soft and beautiful. Anything that needs like a long braise in Your instant pot, it's going to break down faster and in a a way just more nutritiously than it does if you like soak it in water and steam it for, you know, which is basically like a braise um, for a long time. But there's a lot of interesting things that she's got in there, too. Just from the preview, weeknight chicken parmesan was one of the big things I kind of you think of chicken parmesan and you think of. You need to fry it. And uh, that it's a lot of steps. Yeah. And this, I haven't really seen the recipe yet, but she said the active time is only 15 minutes on this one. And that there's a way to do it uh, that is sort of beautiful and has lots of great sauce and it looks delicious. And then, of course, the risotto thing, the barley risotto with prosciutto, goat cheese and radicchio. Okay, so uh, the Instant
0: Pot is great for hearty grains like barleys and farrows and millet. Some of those heartier grains that take a while to cook. Right. Um, Have you been I, doing
2: things in there with that? Um,
0: last fall, see, I've been gone a lot of the summer. That's so my true. instant pot was at home. So I came back to my instant pot. The first time I cooked back at my house, I made chili in the instant pot. It was like right there. I was so happy to see it. Yep. I like making grain salads um, oh, with alternative great. grains. And so I make the grains in the instant pot and then I portion them out and <laughs> freeze <laughs> what freeze. I don't use. Cause you know, you I love my use. freezer. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so we make green salads a lot
2: um there is uh there is a thing about Indian cooking that is a thing that has always scared me
0: why I, don't I know. love I you know, it's funny because I have that um. Raghavan Ayer has yep. a Indian cookbook that is like the Bible. Yes, and I love that cookbook. But you're right; I don't cook out of it. You don't very cook much. out of it, right? Uh-uh.
2: And and for me, the funny thing is, the very first pressure cooker I owned was sold to me by a beautiful. Uh, I think it was uh, Kavina Mehta, who owns you know some uh, restaurant up in. Crystal, okay. she sold me my first pressure cooker because her point was in Indian cooking, you know, it's it does it faster so that you don't have to have, you know, a full day of beans or lentils and right. all this kind of thing, but that it's also more nutritious because it keeps everything closer and in into the food Um, and that she was saying that she and so she gave she taught me how to like cook with a pressure cooker, the kind that scare the poop out of you because it's like... every 5 seconds and so the instant pot the funny thing is is I have not yet really gotten into that line of cooking with it and I'm going to yeah so for sure a recommendation I have that I just ordered yesterday is the Indian instant pot cookbook
0: that lady has an amazing recipe for butter chicken. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. In the instant pot.
2: Okay. But like chana masala, where since we were talking about chickpeas yeah. and things like that, I you know, chana chickpeas. masala is a beautiful thing that I order it whenever I get to a different, you know, Indian restaurants or I want, I, I order want that it. too. I do. It's always a thing I want. And I want to dip my, you know, naan or my pita into it. And I want to eat it that way. And I want to have it around. So why am I not making it? And you can make paneer in it too. Yeah. And paneer is one of the best, which is the cheese. Ugh, I love it. Or the palak paneer is the spinach and cheese. Yeah. But the idea of like bringing up your Instant Pot game, you guys, is something that I think we can all kind of agree to try this year, you know, get some French lentils or some doll lentils and um, just explore. So that's what I'm going to try to do. That's my commitment to you is that I'm going to take the Instant Pot from the basics which is, you know, the best for chicken, the best for boiled eggs, really great for risotto, simple, quick risotto. And I'm going to up the game and I'm going to really kind of explore some stuff. Do. So there it is. Do that's, it. that's what I'm going to do on the, uh, I'm going to help us all do that on the page on the Instant Pot Weekly Dish Instant Potter. So join up.
0: We were talking earlier with a caller who has asked about chicken thighs. Yeah. There's this coconut tamarind chicken curry recipe from that book that I'm going to put up.
2: Oh, good. Do that. Really delicious. Okay. Super good. All right. right, You guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I think we're wrapping it up. I think so. Okay. We'll be right back. This is the weekly dish. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are wrapping up the weekly dish this morning. It's been a great day and hopefully you are setting up to get out on your own great day today. Um, What are you going to do today? I got to tell you, if you're sad that the state fair is over, you don't have to be because there are so many fests happening. Let's be honest. Fall is actually better than summer for the fests. A ton. I mean, if you're not, if you're thinking about like road tripping, head down to Marshall, Minnesota, where Brow Brothers Hop Fest is happening right at the brewery and the farm. Yum. It is live music and craziness and such good times. Every year they do that thing. And it's awesome. They've been doing it longer than anybody, too. That's cool. Yeah. And then if you want to head west, James J. Hill Days is happening out in Wyzetta. And that is just like a mini fair. Basically, they've got carnival rides. They've got a food truck alley. They had like a beer fest last night. There's all sorts of stuff out there.
0: Um, um, we heard that there's Jesse James Days, too. Yeah, in Northfield. I missed that one
2: in Northfield. That's supposed to be a lot of fun. I've never done that. Have you ever gone No, and done but that?
0: don't they do a reenactment of the bank robbery? I and, think so.
2: I mean, that's kind of cool. Don't you? I think that is. Um. Yeah. There's just like also. Uh. It's grape stomp. If you're feeling like you want to go oh, and put your piggies into some stomp. grapes, there's going to be a lot of grape stomps over the next couple of weeks, you guys. There is uh one. The one happening right now is out at the winery at Sovereign Estates in Waconia, and you can absolutely get out there and still do some stomping. But they've got tons of live music and food and all that kind of stuff. P.S. If you want to be a volunteer at a grape harvest that's a place to go check out. The winery at Sovereign Estates, they're asking for volunteers to help harvest the grapes. And for your day of working you get, or your morning of working, there's a couple shifts, you get a free lunch with wine and a bottle to take home that's fun isn't that fun maybe yeah. that's on your bucket list is doing a maybe you're watching uh, a walk among the clouds and keanu reeves is inspiring you to. that was on the other day <laughs> the worst rom-com in the God, history of I rom-coms watched it, and i was looking at it it's not even a com it's like it's just a rom it's just so sad the dad like hates his daughter so much and i'm like oh i i'm done but this i did watch the whole thing you did, of course, I did.
0: Okay, Stephanie, yeah. I'm gonna read and ask Stephanie question that came in only because I thought your answer was just tremendous. Oh, uh, okay. So it says my husband and I are celebrating our 16th anniversary. Said we live in Orono and we want to go west. So right there, you're Orono and west. I'm out. Yeah, I know. I I knew you weren't gonna answer that nope. one. No, I just was like, I've got nothing here. Uh, preferably somewhere on country roads. Do you have any good suggestions? Say in Watertown, Maconia, or Delanoish areas. Were are more dive bar than fancy. Yeah. So where would you recommend? Oh, I thought you
2: had the whole thing up. So I was no. just going to go with the email. I that thought I your sent. answer
0: was so good. I was like, I've never even heard of these places. I
2: know. And you haven't. And the funny thing is I was driving. Jake and I were driving out last night to Jordan, Minnesota, and the world's Minnesota's largest candy store. I said to him, we did not do enough of our drives this summer because one of the things that we do Jake is super into music and he loves curating the playlists for anything. And so when we go on big drives, that's his opportunity to curate the best playlist. We had a full cake playload on the way out to the candy store. And that was, <laughs> that's a thing we do. And when you take the top off your Jeep and the doors off and you're driving, it becomes, and you're driving through the Western reaches of our metro, not even metro, the Western reaches of our area here. It is. You guys, it's transportative. It is different. Is is, that a word? It is. It is rolling (laughs) hills and soft air and little smells of animals. And it's to me, it is restorative. So that's why I do it. Anyway, the point is, drive your butts out to Litchfield. On your way, you take Highway 12. Not the prison in Orange
0: is the New Black. Oh. The town. I didn't know that. That's the name of the prison is Litchfield. I
2: did not know that. Yep. Uh, If you take, if you're on 394 and you just keep heading west, it eventually turns into something called 12 and then 112, and you just keep going. And if you just keep going, you'll get to Dassel Cocado and Litchfield and Points West. And there are some great little places. Dassel Cocado, Cocado area, there is a place called Bait and Hook. And Bait and Hook is a amazing seafood restaurant, probably the only one that I would dine at outside of the metro because you worry about fish and things yep. and long travel times but this is they they also have a restaurant in new york this couple and they are probably the only oyster bar in the central minnesota area Oh, funny and they are marvelous and it is wonderful so you drive there if you want to go a little farther here's a tip there's a starlight drive-in there is a movie theater that has been restored out there a drive-in movie theater two screens amazing You go to a little place called Hog in the Road. Technically, Spring Grove, Minnesota, just past Litchfield. And it is, is, I put them in the magazine a while back because they are, it is competition level barbecue. Uh, My friend Schmitty, her brother, works there from time to time too. Just a really great spot. You do have to make sure that they're open because sometimes they're out and about doing competitions. So they close the restaurant. Yum. But so there's those two places. And then there's some other places. Well, I always think you go to Waconia you know, and you drive out there and the Iron Tap is a great burger spot and then I would go to J. Carver Distillery and stop of in course. there. Say hi, I'll, Gina. Yeah, say hi to Gina. They've got a big thing coming in a couple weeks. A big, uh, thing that we should talk about and then um also out in saint bonnie there is a great barbecue place that truck buddy boys fine barbecue i've talked about that this summer because he was opening they're opening they started on saturdays in fact they're open right now 10 30 a.m they start serving great barbecue brisket from the truck and you can they have like a whole seating area and it's what a gorgeous day for that yeah go do that today you guys get out in your car and yeah so, yeah, I thought you'd have some good answers There's for that. amazing. You know what? The thing is, I think a lot of people it's it's hard if you're looking for super high quality food, you know, and chefy things. And yeah, you should stay in the city. But if you're looking for easier adventures and if you're willing to sort of, you know, take the risk that it may not be as perfect as you want it to be. But it's kind of the idea of it's a part of the experience is getting out there and really exploring. You're going to be rewarded. Yeah, I do love it.
0: We, uh, we like to do that. We do that in the fall, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we for get For fall the car, drives, yeah.
2: get out. How perfect is it? What a great time. What a great time to drive down, by the way, to uh, Bay City for Chef Shack. Yes, That's we were just talking a great about one. that. Yep. And the pizza farms, all that kind of stuff is happening still. You know, if you're driving out, to, if you're going on a Tuesday, you know, in the Valley. Yep. A to Z pizza. Out there. How about the drive-in restaurant?
0: That have you been to Taylor's Falls? The drive-in restaurant. I haven't been there in a couple years, but I that Duke's Western Burger out
2: there is a top
0: choice. And they have uh the most amazing root beer float I've ever had. I don't know what they put in it, but the root beer was like homemade. And vanilla E. It was so good. And then they have a giant mini golf course right behind there. So if you have kids, we ate in the car. Just oh, I forgot about that. It's fun. hmm But I mean, that place was hopping. It was packed full of people. Yeah. No, there's a ton of great stuff.
2: And good onion rings. Oh yeah. No, that is true. Really a good. Really onion good ring onion ring is hard to come
0: by. Um, I did have the onion rings at the ballpark at yeah. the state fair on the very last day. Yeah. I liked
2: them. They were I li- quality. I am kind of coming back to that thin cut over the thick cut. For a long time, the thick cut was kind of, you know, the rage. You told me, and I totally agreed with
0: you that I only want that big thick slab of an onion ring on a burger. Yeah, I don't want a whole basket of that.
2: No, nope, because I can't pull. You can't. You take a bite, and it, it's not for hand eating because it's too. It either falls apart or it falls. Yeah, it pull needs the to onion be out. on the sandwich. I do love a good thin onion ring, and because the more crisp, the better. Let's be honest. I want the more of the fry. Did you know the Borough Block Party is this weekend, too? Oh. Don't forget, on Sunday, head down to the North Loop and uh, hang out. They've got a lot of great bands. I think Viva Knievel is going to be there. Oh, I love them. But my boy, L Church, is going to be there. And he is an act. If you guys haven't seen him, he sings. He's great. He does covers of fun things. And he's just, he's a great singer.
0: Burrow is on my list to revisit this fall in my fall dining. Oh, good. My fall eating.
2: That's really good. That's, I've got one more thing to let yeah. you guys know of, that you should not forget that Oyster Fest tickets are on sale. Oyster Fest at Meritage happening on October 14th, but those tickets are on sale. The VIP pass, it is spendy. It's 125 bucks, but you guys, it is all the oysters you can possibly eat and Yum. really a ton of liquid refreshment as well. Plus like classes and all that fun stuff. So I'll be out there, uh, you know, doing that oyster shucking contest thing we do. Okay. There
0: it is. Fun, fun. All right, gang. That's the weekly dish presented by Red Cow, Red Rabbit, Red Rabbit, and St. Paul's getting close. We'll have an update for you on that soon. All right. Have a great weekend. Ciao, ciao.